Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by Jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y dot com to learn more. And also, this podcast is sponsored by State Farm. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a week six edition of the Washington Blue Jays football high school post-game recap podcast presented to you all season long by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Jim Fury for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. And this podcast is sponsored to you by Jasby. Please go to jassby.com slash football for more information. Last night, the Washington Blue Jays snapped their two-game losing streak when they traveled to the Wentzville Liberty Eagles and came out with a 29-14 victory. I'm now joined by the Washington Blue Jays head coach, Derek Heflin. Coach, welcome to the podcast, and how are you today? Good, good, good. Thank you for having me. Let's just start generally. How nice is it to get back in the win column for the program? You know, it's it's a good feeling. You know, our kids have worked really hard this season. Um, They've overcome a lot of adversity, uh, and, and we're a young team, and Every week we're getting better and better, and it, it was good for our kids to, to get back in the win column after a couple hard weeks. You know, last week we, we played well enough to win. We just had some mental breakdowns and some let-ups at some times, but our kids refocused, did a good job coming out this week getting a victory. With a final score of 29-14, to 14, the defense played much better than they have the previous two weeks, and we've talked about throughout the podcast some COVID issues, some injury issues, and some other like inconsist- inconsistencies that you guys have really struggled with. But last night, you guys held Wellsville to one touchdown per half. How proud were you of the defense, and what did you see out of them? Yeah, you know, I'm really proud of the guys' effort, and we're really starting to come along of swarming the ball, our tackling, tackling is much improved um, from where it's been at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, the biggest thing I saw defensively was we got uh, Casey Ozaka back at free safety and allowed us to put people in their more natural positions, you know, um, around the whole defense. Um, and, and he did a great job of getting us set up and making plays uh, from that safety spot. And then, you know, our front six did a great job. Um, and then our stopping the run and, and our D-backs – uh, were much, much improved this week um, in their pass coverage and what they needed to do. When you see Casey return and really allowing a lot of other guys to go to their natural positions, from the sidelines, did you see some freedom right away and then being able to really just fly to the ball and play their system more freely yeah. the entire night? Yeah, you know, Casey did a really good job of running the alley. So you you have guys that can that trust that, that he's going to be there to, to make plays, and, and it allows those other guys to just – do their job, and and that was what they did. You know, we talked all week about we don't need to hit home runs; we just need to get base hits. Um, and I told them that I needed eleven Tony Gwynns, not eleven Mark McGuire's, and then told them to Google it because I knew they had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> but you know, they just went out and did their job, and uh, you know, I think they were a lot more comfortable in the spots we had them in. Um, you know, playing a team that's under center, I think it added a level of comfort. Um, but those guys did a great job, and we got eleven hats to the ball, and they made a lot of plays last night. 
As we transition to the offensive side of the football, your quarterback, Camille Heiser, has really been a steady force all season through ups and downs and has really allowed the offense to, to move the ball up and down the field when you needed it most. But last night, not only his arm, but his legs were really a huge factor. As in the second quarter, he had a 16-yard rushing touchdown, and in the fourth quarter, he had a 25-yard rushing touchdown that really put the game out of reach. What did you see out of his performance last night, throwing and running? You know, Cam has come so far in five years since – I told him he was going to play quarterback, and he looked at me like I had two heads. But, you know, the, the guy understands the offense. He does a great job. He puts us in the spots we need to be. You know, he can check anything, put us in anything, and I have the confidence in him to do that. And, you know, he makes plays when they need to be made. He knows, you know, when to take what they're giving us, when when maybe to force a little bit. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's apparent that he, he really has a true understanding of this offense and, and the philosophy and what we want to do. And, and he does a great job. And it's been really fun to watch him go out there and compete the last two years. And it's it's really nice to have him in the backfield, you know, when it's third or fourth down and, and you, know, you need a play, play to be made because I got all the faith in the world in him. In high school football, special teams is always a huge factor in determining the outcome of the game and really determining on kicks, two-point conversions, if you can get any yardage on a kick return. And last night, Devin Deckelman had three point-after attempts that were all good from the uh, from the kicking point of view, and he also had a two-point conversion. While that may not be a huge storyline from the game last night, how important is it to you and the coaching staff to make sure special teams is successful and to make sure you get all those point-afters when you need them? You know, Devin does a great job on the extra points. And the uh, actually the two-point conversion was just a bad snap, uh, and it bounced right to him. And he starts at one of our slots, so he's, he's an athlete. He's he really fast. He just scooped it up. It almost looked like we drew it up that way and just got to the corner of the end zone and scored. Um, no, but it, it's been a, a big difference maker not to have to worry about those extra points, to know that when he goes out there, it's it's for, for sure one on the board. Um, and, you know, our kickoff, you know, we're still working, working, working on that. Um, you know, we put a big emphasis on it. You know, we're, we're not necessarily the fastest team in the world, so kick coverage can come sometimes be an issue. Um, so we've worked on that. And, you know, we, it, we put a big, big emphasis on all that stuff all year. Um, you know, we had a roughing the punter penalty last night that was a little questionable. But those guys are doing a good job and have really bought into, you know, playing that third of the game and that being a big difference maker. Well, as we look ahead to next week, you guys are finally back in the win column after last night. And as we look ahead to week seven, you guys are going to host Francis Howe North and it's homecoming week for the Washington Blue Jays. So before we get to specifically what you're going to need to do to beat Francis Howe North, what does homecoming week mean to you and the Washington program? And how do you kind of keep those distractions outside the bubble and make sure you can focus on the game next week? Uh, you know, it's just another week for us. We're going to go do what we do. Um, you know, we just tell the kids, hey, there's, there's a dance on Saturday. I believe it's this year. The parades while we're at practice, so we're not even involved in that. So that's not even a distraction you have to worry about. So, you know, when they want to have a parade at 4 o'clock on a Wednesday, every football team in the, in the country is practicing. So that's something we ain't got to worry about. Um, and, you know, our guys are, are, will be focused. They know what to do. They know when, what they have to have um, to be successful. And, you know, each week we're, we're getting it there and, and we're understanding what it takes. So it's just kind of lay, lay your cards out on the table. Say, hey, there's going to be some stuff here and stuff there. Um, but really the, the thing we're worried about uh, on Friday night at 930 that we're 1-0 for the week. And to get to want to know, you guys are going to have to beat the team previously mentioned as Francis Howe North. What have you seen so far out of them? And, and really, what are you going to have to do this week in practice and the game plan to make sure you come out with that one and no victory? 
you know, the, the big thing is just keep doing what we're doing. Um, keep improving our tackling, keep improving our pursuit to the ball. You know, they're a wing team team. So we've got to keep, you know, being disciplined, doing our job, playing our responsibilities, just doing our 111. And uh, that that's what, you know, I thought we did really well this week. And that's what we'll, we'll keep striving for next week. And offensively, just keep doing what we're doing. You know, we're, we're, we've, we've had some success on that side of the ball. You know, we're, uh, I think we're at about 2,400 yards rushing on the year. So that's through six games. That's pretty good. Um, it's about 400 yards a game. So as long as we can keep that up, control the time of possession, do what we need to do, I, I feel like we'll be successful. Well, as we recap last night, the Washington Blue Jays traveled and took on the Wentzville Liberty Eagles, and they came out with a big 29-14 to victory, a win that was much needed in the standings as they improved to to three and three, but also it just kind of sets the tone for the rest of the season. And as we look ahead to next week, it's homecoming week as they uh, host Francis Hal North. So it's going to be a good game. And Coach Huffin, as always, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving some great insight into the Washington program. Thank you. I appreciate y'all for having me. For week six and for Coach Heflin, I'm Mark Feldman saying so long and have a great day. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, Jazby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to Jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com. And also, as you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 